Welcome to the Pop Goes the Culture podcast for Friday, January the 15th. We're halfway through the month of January already. 2021's been off to such a peaceful start. It's been nice. Nothing exciting <laughs> happening at all in the news. Uh, we are coming to you from our separate homes until we've all taken the needle and had our COVID vaccines or whatever, which is going to be a while. Uh, my name is Joey Mills, and joining me today, we've got, and we didn't rehearse who's going in what order, so just jump in, somebody. Red Pig Pigface. <laughs> Caleb the Mustard Tiger. Caleb. I think we got everybody. Yeah, we got everybody in <laughs> without having to practice it. Nobody knows who the hell half of these people are, but with with our code names and nicknames and <laughs> all that horse shit. I like, shit, the, but... I like the up close you got going on there, Joey. Yeah, the I decided to. Kind of like ten feet off from the camera. Yeah, I know. Like, I was like, eh, that's a way too fucking far away. I know. You're, so, you're very far back. <laughs> yep, I know. <laughs> so today we are going to be doing a lot of stuff. First up, we are a bunch of fans, artists, creators, and critics from the Midwest talking entertainment and pop culture, taking your comments and whatever. We want to thank our Patreon supporters for joining us on the live video stream tonight and everybody listening to the podcast whenever and wherever you are listening to us. Yeah, everybody wave to the live stream audience. Hello, everybody. There you go. Uh, we uh, we got a good show for you tonight. What we're going to do, we're going to play a little game. It's a new game. We've done it. Kenny and I did this once on a different podcast, um, and we're going to do it for the first time tonight with this group on this show, um, and we might bring it back if we decide we like it. We're going to play a little game called Face Off. It's inspired by the Nick Cage, John Travolta movie, um, so we're going to have some fun with that. Plus, of course, we've got all your entertainment pop culture news, another pop quiz for you, the results from last week's pop quiz, and a whole lot more. We're going to get into all of that in just a moment right after this. Hi there, I'm Kyle Sutton. I'm Trisha Campbell. And we're the hosts of My Drunk Movie Theater. Join us every week as we go through the silly things that we wind up getting up to at our jobs working at a local multiplex. We also talk about all the current events that are happening in the movie world that affect us and affect you as the viewers. Trisha? We also get off topic quite a bit and we'll ramble, so there's that too. Yeah, well, you know, alcohol does that to you. So hit the subscribe button. You can follow us, listen to us on iTunes, Spotify, almost anywhere that your podcasts are available. So what has, what's everybody been up to in the last uh, week or so? What's everybody been watching, listening to, reading, playing, doing, whatever? What's everybody been had going on? I introduced Curtis to a David Wayne film called They Came Together. Yeah, <laughs> I think I saw that on Pornhub. It's supposed to sound kind of dirty. <laughs> right. <laughs> it probably could have been on Pornhub. No, I, I love funny. that movie. It's good. It's really good. Good. Same guys that made Wet Hot American Summer, so right. it's kind of got the same sense of humor. Kind of same vibe. Cool. Yeah, oh. David Wayne, Michael Showalter directed it. So good. Cool deal. What everybody else was have I been up to? So last week uh, we talked a little Hi. bit about Snowpiercer, right? And um, so I was like, man, I haven't seen Snowpiercer, so I just binged it all week. And it's pretty <laughs> did you good. get through it all? You got through the whole ten episodes, right on? Yeah, through the first season, it's good. Yeah, I think kinda, if you liked the movie, you're, you'll you'll dig the show. Yeah, kind of ended on a cliffhanger, so we'll see how it picks up uh, later mm. on this month. How about you, Brandon? What have you been up to? I know you're about to say something. Yeah, I Excuse think me. I'm on about episode, uh, let me see, 
episode 16 about um, my next episode is episode 17 of batman the animated series i watch one episode a day i know it's gonna be like i think it's 85 episodes so i'll be going until like april or something but uh one a day and i'm really enjoying it never seen it before and a smattering of other stuff i'm also i'm almost done with spectacular spider-man the animated series so and i have a lot of fun superhero shows on deck for my tv log right on very good kenny what have you been up to operation uh working a whole lot and kind of getting some projects done and uh i started watching uh re-watching uh the show numbers i started right. watching that again and i've kind of I'm, been watching that too just because it's been on tv right yeah, same i've seen I'm, an episode or two yeah I, I don't know i love that show i love it mm. i love how he explains stuff and everything so I saw that. I've been hitting some flea markets lately, looking for some stuff to kind of flip and just another way to make a few extra bucks here and there. So, right. I wish I could repaint and stuff like that. Yeah, I meant to bring it out here tonight and I left it in the other room. I was going to show everybody the uh, kick ass uh, Eagle Fang karate mask that Kenny made and dropped off here the other day. It's pretty cool yeah. for everybody that's seen uh, Cobra Kai season three. It's pretty awesome. Yeah, I, I went one step further on my mask, and I put bite like an eagle on the <laughs> other side. Awesome. <laughs> that, that one took a while. That one was like, um, gosh, it was like an hour and ten minutes just for the eagle right. thing design. Man, it took a long time, but man, yeah. it looks cool. I did, I've had a lot of people like, oh my gosh, I love it. Yeah, it's funny because you don't realize until you start looking at how intricate that design actually is. It's pretty pretty oh, wild. Yeah. <laughs> Hawk with Fanatics and the Fan, what have you been up to? Thanks for joining us tonight. What have you been up to in the last uh, week or so? Uh, getting ready for the next episode of Fanatics and the Fan. Right. Uh, rediscovering Need for Speed Payback. Um, and Battlefront 2. Yeah. Uh, and Laura Croft. Which I have not Tomb Raider, which I have not actually started yet, but I've been looking. I watched the download for an hour. So <laughs> it's been waiting on you. Yeah. Well, I say an hour and it was closer to four, but still. <laughs> right on. Well, I did. I, I've been playing catch up too. Uh, so last Friday, I decided because I saw a good price on it, I picked up uh, Mortal Kombat 11, the most recent Mortal Kombat. And it's funny because I'm not, I don't usually play those games. I was like, fuck it. I'm going to get it. It's cheap. So I got it. And I've got, you know, every winter, I get those fucking split fingers, you know, that fucking, it's dry out and it's cold out. So you get a little split like on the corners where your nail bed meets your fucking fingers. So I played that and I got all the way through the, the, the campaign. And I was like, you know, it's like a couple hours. So I was like, all right, cool. I looked down. My controller is just covered in blood from those little cracks, you know, just bleeding out. I'm like, holy shit. This is like, if anybody's out here, like, what are you doing? Playing Mortal Kombat till my fucking fingers bleed. <laughs> it's like, it's like that's right. That's what I was doing. <laughs> uh, let's see. I also caught up. I don't know. This came out when theaters were still thinking they were going to reopen. Uh, but did he, has, anybody, has anybody else seen? No. Has anybody else seen Bill and Ted face the music yet i have no i i uh, i own it now but i haven't watched it yet so, okay, so i will get on that right brandon so you said you saw it caleb i saw you raise your hand which doesn't work at all on a podcast you gotta speak up <laughs> yeah yeah so yeah it was uh, a whole 
a whole hell of a lot better than I expected it to be. Um, I think it hits a little harder when you're my age because it's a whole movie's about what happens when uh, your generation was supposed to do some shit and doesn't. <laughs> Nothing has changed, uh, so it, it's kind of it was it was good. Um, I I posted it I think on Twitter. I was like, "Fuck you guys for making me cry." <laughs> then, uh, so then the the director got back to me. He's like, well, "Fuck you too." No, I mean that seriously. Thank you for watching the movie. So, <laughs> <laughs> so, so it's kind of fun, but it's a good movie. It's definitely worth sitting down and checking Perkin out. Dean Parasil. Yep. And then uh, today, uh, our buddies over at Funko Games they make all these uh, games based on movie properties. So they got the rights to Groundhog Day, apparently. So oh, nice. we're gonna be we're gonna be sitting down and playing Groundhog Day, the game from Funko Games, and uh, writing that up for the website. So be sure to check that out. We'll do we'll do well, a ho- we'll do a holiday you- gift guide for fucking Groundhog Day this year. Apparently, well, what if you get yourself into a situation where like you play the game and then you immediately you know just it just keeps happening over and over. If it's and over, a good game, day. if it's a good game, that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> if it sucks, that would be bad. That would be really really fucking bad. Uh, all right well let's take a look let's move on let's take a look at the top five stories in entertainment and pop culture this week number five the office was the most watched television series on any streaming service in 2020 people watched 57.13 billion with a b minutes of the office on netflix that doesn't include it being on television you catch it in syndication or whatever it's that's just the netflix numbers does that make it probably the most popular show even after it's been gone for years i would imagine because i mean at a a distant second was gray's anatomy and that had 39.41 billion minutes so almost double the amount uh, or at least one and a half times the amount uh, now <laughs> the series has moved to peacock as of january 1st and it's funny because the nbc owned peacock streaming network has set their pricing tiers based on how much office you can watch so like so for free you can watch the first three seasons of the office for this price you get seasons four and five for this price you get seasons it, it's it's I guess the office. Yeah, I guess the office is popular enough that you can set the pricing for your streaming platform based on how many seasons of the office you're able to get at that level. Well, who the hell is going to buy the middle tier? What's that? I said, who's going to buy the middle tier? Yeah, I'm I'm good for the first five seasons, but then fuck you guys after that. Yeah, yeah, you're either in or you're out. What's you can go to Walmart and buy DVDs for cheaper than that. Yeah. I bought the whole series on DVD for $50 like several months ago. Right. Just get the box set. And despite and all of on. that, I still have not seen a single one of them. I've seen a few here and there. I don't know. I saw, the whole, I saw it when it aired. Yeah. I watched it back in when I got COVID back at the end of February. I, that's when I watched it. I watched the whole thing. Yeah. You watched The Office. Dakota watched King of the Hill. <laughs> Curtis watched Community. Did you watch? <laughs> I remember watching uh, the, uh, the Office, like, like, when, not when it aired, but, like, like back, like, early days. Not early days enough. A while ago. I watched it all a while ago. Right on. 
At number four, Jared Leto's Morbius movie has moved again from March 19th of 2021 to October the 8th, which is where it was kind of supposed to have been this year anyway. It's a Halloween-y type movie. He's a fucking vampire. It makes sense to it's, knock it out in October. It's a weenie um, type of movie. He's a, ha- he's a vampire with a Halloween-y? Yeah, a Halloween-y vampire. Uh, this is rumored to be just the first of a whole new round of theatrical release dates getting moved to avoid spring releases. Big names include The King's Man. That's supposed to come out March 12th. Uh, but then even stepping up from there, No Time to Die, the James Bond flick, the 25th one, Daniel Craig's last one that's been moved around f- for a fucking year, it seems like. Uh, that's scheduled right now for an April 2nd release. Um not, I'm not thinking that's going to happen. And then, of course, Black Widow, another movie that's been jerked around the whole, you know, for a year now. Uh, that's still scheduled for a May 7th release. Yeah. So we'll see if those movies hold on to those. Uh, no signs that theaters are going to be open for biz- any kind of real business anytime soon. But I don't even we'll see. care. Is it sad that I don't? I'm over it. Just over I'm done. The movies I don't even are, care anymore. Yeah. Yeah, they. I don't know. I'd, I still. I'll watch the James Bond flick because I like those. But the rest of well, them, I mean, yeah, I it's kind of like I might watch the a Kingsman. Although I wish it wasn't. I'm. I'm so sick of prequels. Let the start start at the start. Not let the start start thirty years later. Right. <laughs> the start but, start start. Yeah. Start so, at the start. I mean, start I, I was looking it. forward to another Kingsman. I just not sure if I'm looking forward to a prequel of something that was already. You know, we already got. We need right. to finish the trilogy. There's two out. Make it a trilogy. Yeah, ex- or, or that. You know, well, I don't want to go fall back on that. From what I understand, they're saying is that the prequel sets up the third one in the trilogy, which is stupid. If you couldn't set it up with the first two <sighs> movies, I don't know why doing a prequel to set up the third movie <laughs> makes any sense whatsoever. But whatever. I think. Well, there's a lineage. It's kind of like when they added uh, Demi Warner to Charlie's Angels. They're trying to do this really overarching story that's, that this is a two-parter. But, dude, leave it alone. You had you already had the recipe for a halfway decent Kingdom movie. Leave it the hell alone. You know, you went a little over top with the second one, but you still pulled off, you know, a profitable movie. Profitable. Right. So, Enough to make another one, yeah. Right. So... Fall back, go look at what you did right the first one, and then go from there. Yeah. At number three this week, according to Marvel, their head honcho, Kevin Feige, apparently Ryan Reynolds is working on the script for an R-rated Deadpool 3 in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah, duh. Yeah, you think? Do, do, you, do you like printing money? Exactly. <laughs> uh, so yeah, no, yeah. no now, surprises is, there. Is this is this going to be a sequel to the already released two movies, or is it going to yes. be in the MCU? That's what I, I knowing I, Deadpool, I knowing those know movies. Have left, I think it's going to be addressing the fact. I mean, you know how Deadpool is. I'm sure it's going to be a right. dry take on the fact that it used to be for Fox and now it's in the Disney Marvel universe. I'm sure that will be referenced multiple times throughout the movie. Disney won't let us do this and he'll shoot somebody and their head will fucking blow up and he'll be like, Oh, I guess we can do that. You know, 
I'm sure at some point there'll be a Mickey Mouse figure that it winds up in the script that gets its head blown off. Or up somebody's and ass or something. Or... Cut. I was going to say, up, up Deadpool's ass. Yeah, there'll be, it'll be something like that. Well, they should go like full meta with it and just be like, Deadpool 3, Deadpool 1. <laughs> I wonder what Deadpool stories they have left to tell, though. I mean, not yeah. for nothing, but the cable the cable storyline was a great storyline to use. Um, I don't know if Roland was young enough to play cable, but he looked good. So I'm wondering what's left, you know? What well, they were, knocking around, left. they were knocking around the idea to do uh, Deadpool kills the Marvel Universe. Right. Which, which they could do now that he's in. Yeah, now that he's in the Marvel Universe, they could do something like that. Yeah. Like I said, I was wondering if there was a good Deadpool star. <laughs> That was a good story. Yeah. I know Deadpool Spider-Man go way back. Oh yeah. Honestly, the 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 X Force storyline and all of that was some of the some of the best stuff that Deadpool ever did for me. I wasn't a huge Deadpool fan, but I liked what I liked. You know, right. and Cable is a great Cable is a great one. Um, if I remember correctly, I think he crossed paths with Bishop, and that would be kind of fun if they could make a decent Bishop. Yeah. Well. There's a lot of ifs, ands, or buts in those in the in that in that conversation. But I will it. say this: Kevin Feige and Ryan Reynolds, those kids got guts. I think no? we all got guts. No, <laughs> 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 I guess nobody gets the reference then. Nope, I guess not. Maybe. <laughs> all right, moving on. Number two this week. <laughs> this this is some exciting shit here. Number two. Slim Jim, Slim Jim has partnered yeah. with Sonic Drive-Ins to release new chili cheese coney flavored Slim Jims. They should gross. be arriving in Walmart's and select convenience stores later this week. Fuck you, gross. Who said that? I said gross. I'll pass on that horseshit. No. <laughs> Sonic chili cheese coney and Slim Jims? Shit. You get, you, get the, you get the flavor of a chili cheese coney without getting that shit cheese. all over your shirt? Injected into a processed Slim Jim. Just fuck that shit. Oh, that's I'm golden. Try. I'll that's... give it a shot. Yeah, you will. We may have to get up a bunch of those and then uh, send them out care package and then everybody uh, try them on the, on the future show or something. Or do like what we did with the donuts and see who can eat as many in six minutes. Ugh. That sounds like vomit waiting to Yeah, I, don't, I wouldn't do that to anybody. And finally, at number one, the top story this week, you know, WandaVision comes out this week, drops on Friday. WandaVision director Matt Shankman has revealed that he collaborated directly with Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness director Sam Raimi and Spider-Man 3 director John Watts to make sure that whatever WandaVision does directly sets up those multiverse, Spider-Verse spanning films. So whatever is going to happen whatever's going to happen in wandavision is going to set up the fact that the multiverse is broken and has to be fixed in the next couple mcu films apparently i bet jeff Loeb is like super pissed hearing that they actually coordinated together and no one would fucking get with him when he was in charge of marvel television although at the same time he got to do whatever the fuck he wanted and didn't have to worry about the mouse breathing down his neck while he figured it out yeah, well, he, uh, Daredevil was solid right out the get-go. Now, the irony of this, which for me, is I actually got recognized by a fan today, and they asked me about 
WandaVision and the future of the Marvel Universe and my take on it. And here's what I know. I know I only liked a small portion of the House of M story. Right. And you and I talked about this, Joey. Yep. So I have no idea what's about to happen. But I will be sitting in front of my TV watching WandaVision tomorrow. Right. <laughs> um, Does it come out tomorrow? Yep. Episode one yeah. drops. I'm so uh, not Episode in the one and two, I believe. <laughs> oh, is it? Are they giving us but two of them? Look at. Yeah. If right you on. look, if you look at uh, uh, what we've been getting between, um, what was the last movie? That was, was it? Was it? What was it? X Force? What was it? Last movie. Um, the, last movie we oh, got the was Spider Man. Thing that flopped. Oh, that, well, that was known. that wasn't. Yeah, that was that was under the old Fox. Yeah, New Mutants. That was new. Yeah, New Mutants. That, yeah, that, that movie. Right. That movie was done in twenty. That movie was done actually in like two thousand and three, I think. Uh, so yeah, it's been sitting around for a while. It's been on the shelf for a hot minute. Then you got one division. Then you've got Doctor Strange's madness thing coming up. I don't think. I'm going to be on board with where they're trying to take this right now. I know they're wanting to, to, to shift gears and make a left-hand turn, but do it better. <laughs> well, we don't know if they I can just, do it better without knowing what they've done. You're saying do it better without seeing a roll, without seeing a frame yeah, of Yeah, that's footage. what I was going to say. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, so... The House of M is not was, I but mean, that's not what they're doing. You you keep but, seeming but to think they're straight up adapting also, a comic book storyline, and they're not. They've said it multiple times it it has elements from that. It has elements from this Wanda story. It has elements from the Vision uh, series that Tom King wrote. It's, it's got multiple things, and I mean they've not straight up adapted any one thing. Civil War was not an adaptation of the comic book Civil War storyline, so. Yeah. Not at all. But. If, you, if you're thinking they're going in, if you thinking you're going in and you're getting the live action version of the House of N comics, then you know I it don't think that's the like, case. It looks like the last ex girlfriend I've had that went nuts. So I mean, it looked familiar to me. And clearly, the whole I mean, there was always a, a chance that Wanda was just going to snap. We knew right. that. It's it's that's the what, character. At least yeah. Six great storylines from that character. Um, so, yeah. Good luck to them. Yeah. Is all I can say. I, I wish I do wish them the best. Yep. What other stories has everybody been following this week? In no particular order. If you got a story, jump in with it. What's everybody else been watching in entertainment and pop culture over the last week or so? Curtis, I know you had one because you had to share kinda, it with all of us. <laughs> we kind of we kind of talked about it briefly last week. Yes, we did. Is this a uh, so, is this a long story? Pretty pretty long. <laughs> is it going to be hard story. for you to tell us the story? It's going to be so it's it's making my head throb. <laughs> hey, don't dig around. Just tell us. <laughs> okay, stop throwing those at me. <laughs> so Denmark had a new uh, children's TV show about a man with an uncontrollable penis. Uh, <laughs> the show is called. Otherwise known as a pedophile <laughs> the show is called john dillardman or dillermond and his penis is so long and flexible it can save children from danger fetch objects from a river <laughs> and uh bounce on a pogo stick now i think the pogo stick is his stick <laughs> I, I think it has a pogo element to the penis it's on the uh, their DR uh, network website. Um, some episodes involved him 
using his penis as a lead to walk his dog. As one one does. (laughs) And his neighbors decide, hey, will you walk my dog for me as well? Um, There's another one where he uh, gets stuck floating in midair because someone tied a bunch of balloons to his penis. (laughs) I mean, honestly, raise your hand if that's ever, if you've never had that happen to you. (laughs) So many times. I had to get it up somehow. If I had um, a nickel for every time. It was pretty popular. Uh, a lot of people seem to think it was. They got the. <laughs> well, yeah. It. Yeah. It's a lighthearted way to teach children about human anatomy. But. <laughs> shows should not be for children. But there's a bunch of pissed off people on Facebook and they want it removed. But as of so far. 200,000 people viewed the first episode when it aired. Have you, none of them were kids. Have you watched the first episode? <laughs> no, not yet. But um, right. I think it's going on the agenda. <laughs> as soon well, as the got, show I've got, I've got time what, coming up. What country was this? Denmark. 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 So was so was the response all from people in Denmark or were like the people who are on Facebook saying that they should be removed? Were these like Americans? They're probably prudish Americans. I don't know. I yeah. think it's a little bit of both. I know there's like some Danish uh, politicians that are all it, it's it's the tip it's the people that you know don't want anybody to know anything about penises or anything like that. So yeah, yeah, right. I, I will penises say penises don't exist. Yeah, I will say that uh, it's not teaching anybody about anatomy. If you look at the <laughs> if you look at it, it's just like okay, well that's just a giant, you know. It, it, it's only a penis based on where it's placed on the character. <laughs> you know what I mean? It, it, yeah. it, it's not a penis. So I think this is gold. I mean, I need to watch it now. I think. I think <laughs> oh, as a race, this I is think, peak. peak. I think TV. we need to have a, a cast watch party of John Dillerman. <laughs> Hell yeah! <laughs> Just binge it awesome. on cast. What else? So what other stories story. you guys been watching? <laughs> I got one. What do you got? Okay, so uh. I don't know if you actually know this, but I'm actually a big magic fan. I love magic. I have some friends who are magicians. And uh, the legendary Siegfried Fischbacher of the legendary duo Siegfried and Roy has passed away at 81 from cancer. His partner, Roy Horn, died last May from COVID. And uh, from all accounts, he was a very, very sweet man who enjoyed what he did and always looked for the magic and everything. I think, Curtis, you have a question. You have your hand raised, which, again, yeah. doesn't do shit for a podcast yeah. listener, but go ahead. I didn't want to interrupt. That's all right. When the hell did they, uh, I didn't even know <laughs> the try that again? Died. I didn't, yeah, I didn't Roy know. Roy died from COVID I, in I May know, last year. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that happened, how did, and I didn't, how did, didn't even hear about this one. I'm surprised it wasn't from a tiger. Yeah, how did those two not pass away and no one know? That's actually... Um, when I actually got in magic. Magic, was the, magic was the first thing I tried and they were them along with a few others were, were great role models to continue to practice your craft to learn uh, magic. So yeah, magic. they were they were like the Mecca. They, the made, they made Vegas the Mecca uh, for, for magic and uh, and just how to be a headliner in Vegas. They were kind of the blueprint for all of that for the blue man group. Or anybody in Vegas, yes. Especially in Vegas, I thought they had acts in Vegas before they existed. Yeah, they. Uh, well, in terms I think of their career in Vegas, level. they 
they had yeah. they created that blueprint for how do you be a Vegas headliner? How do you sell tickets? How you how you become world famous even though you just usually perform in this one city? They 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 were pioneers. Yeah, they kind of they kind of defined the Vegas aesthetic of what it looks like to have your own theater in a Vegas casino and you know the whole you know the whole Liberace-esque lifestyle of a Vegas performer, you know, that was a whole the whole deal. And Plus, funny they, enough, to bring this back around, they had a show, or they inspired a show and were a semi-part of a TV show back in, like, 2003 called Father of the Pride. It was a CGI animated show uh, on NBC that's now available on Peacock to stream. <laughs> Depending on how many episodes you want to watch, it depends on how, it was, how much you pay. I think it was 13 episodes. One so we'll season. give you. A, I canceled after one season. You'll get the first four episodes for free. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and they also had an animated show that was like a special that was broken up into four episodes back in the nineties. But it was safer to animate tigers than it was to deal with real ones. Yes, yes. It was. <laughs> Thank you for that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> now, rest in peace. Hey, hey, the more you know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> do 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 do. Oh, <laughs> uh, what else? What else you guys been up to? What have you guys been watching as far as news headlines coming out this week in entertainment pop culture? Anybody? I'll get my, I'll get mine ahead. out of the way because no one cares. Um, <laughs> there was uh, supposed to be a spinoff from the Arrow TV show called Arrow on the Canaries, and uh, they. I was reading up on it a little bit more today because there's a little bit more coming out about it. I guess they were trying to do it like they did Star Girl, start it somewhere else and have it come over to the CW on the second season. So they were shooting it or, to uh, HBO Max, right. and HBO Max is like, no, thank you. You know, they just <laughs> the, the one show they turned down, and uh, for good so reason. <laughs> Yeah, I mean it's as much as I love all those CW, the CW shows and stuff. I just I couldn't see that going anywhere. I mean it's it had nothing interesting. And the girls are all fine actresses and stuff, but I mean there's just nothing exciting about that you know collaboration. So they it's a, it's a no go. So. <laughs> they said let's take the worst let's take the worst parts of the last couple seasons of Arrow and make them their own television show. <laughs> Yeah. I know. No, might no as well thanks. make the one with the kids and make that into a show. That was horrible. Yeah, that whole last season was terrible. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Are they so? What's coming back? Because it feels like it's been forever since we've seen any of it. What's coming e- back? In everything but Arrow. <laughs> Everybody else is coming back for at least that's, one more that's season. Terrible. That's, Super. That's a terrible idea. Supergirl's getting um, one last season. Uh, Bat Batwoman season Batwoman season two starts this week. Um, we know Same Super Supergirl's getting one more season. Uh, Flash and Legends are both coming back. Stargirl's going to be coming back. Superman and Lois is starting up sometime this fall, this winter, spring. So you know, it's, it's, it's supposed to premiere in February. I think so. So it's all it's all coming back, except for I thought uh, it got pushed back a little bit. Last man. I heard, they were, just, they were just talking about it the other day. Yeah, everything's so been just kind of. Yeah. They just this just came out. They canceled the uh, the crossover that Superman and Lois was going to do with Batwoman. Right. They Good. just canceled that. Uh, but from last I heard, again, I could be wrong. Sometime in February. 
I don't know, but it, what about Black like, Lightning? Is he coming back? Yes. It's no, Black back Lightning will have one, one, more, one more season. season. Yep. And if they don't have Static Shock in this, I'm going to be pissed. <laughs> well, I know they're making a Static Shock movie for HBO Max, so I don't know if they if it's going to be in the same continuity, which they are probably going to try and. If it's not, they're probably going to hold that character for the movie and not put him in Black Lightning. Right. I doubt. I doubt it'll get made if it goes to HBO Max. Yeah. What else? Anybody got any other for stories? Sure. Brad, did you have a story this week, Brad? If I did, I don't know. Okay. No, that's fine. <laughs> Caleb, you got one this Trump week. Trump got banned on Twitter. Yeah. I don't want to yeah. Yeah, I got one. Um, <laughs> Twitter. Uh, so on Tuesday, uh, Bethesda, the game studio, brought us uh, Elder Scrolls, Skyrim, Oblivion, Fallout, uh, Wolfenstein, Steen, whatever. Um, they uh, released a tweet, said they're going to make an Indiana Jones game uh, with an original story in development with uh, Machine Games, uh, Todd Howard, and Lucasfilm Games. Um, they teased it, going to be coming out in 2022. Um, so I've actually, you know, I think that's going to be cool. Uh, Bethesda has always been kind of a, a soft spot in my heart because they played, they've made some pretty decent games up until the last couple of ye- couple of years. Um, Fallout 76. Um, <laughs> a couple thoughts I have. Um, so, you know, they haven't, they haven't said anything else about it. I predict it will probably be for Xbox. They said they're going to release it on console, and Bethesda right. was bought by Microsoft. Right. So I think it's probably going to come out on Xbox. Sucks because I really, really like my PlayStation, and um, so that kind of blows. But I'm also really excited for some good Whip gameplay. In the well, I'm excited hey now. I think that could be some cool mechanics going on um, yeah. with that thing. Uh, they also EA lost their Star Wars um, monopoly with the games because um, Lucasfilm Games right. has kind of become their own thing. So I'm also excited about that. Um, right, I think they said that what Ubisoft, who made Division, some of those games, they're going to make yeah. an open world Star Wars game. Open world Star Wars game. I think that's so, going to be cool. So here's what I'm waiting for. I'm waiting for. So we've got now. We have a Star Wars property. I'm waiting for somebody to take a property like Star Wars, Star Trek, Lord of the Rings, Marvel Comics, DC Comics, whatever. One of these big properties, and just say, okay, we're going to give you a hub that you log into, kind of like your, you know, launcher for different games and stuff but it's got you know it's got a social thing so you can text message back and forth with your friends and see who's online but from that you know set up different games across different genres all within that property so if it's, let's say it's star wars you know they've got a star wars game coming out you log into your star wars gaming hub your lucasfilm games hub you see your buddies you say what do you guys want to play tonight oh i want to do dog fighting all right so you launch your fucking dog fighting game from the hub and you play that and then a couple guys log off and yeah, the group falls apart whoever's left what do you guys want to do well we're going to do a fucking loot shooter we're going to do some third person shooter game all right back from the hub you launch that game and then have your have your 
character, have your account set up so that what you do in one game provides you, you know, whether it's, you know, I'm, I'm making credits, great, your credits carry over from game to game, or, you know, I'm leveling my character, great, that character stays in the Star Wars game universe, and like I said, just play whichever piece of it you want. You know, if if you know, if there's a role playing game version of it, and they're like, "Hey, we got a fucking blockade in this planet," well, then then you can launch a Fortnite style, you know, battle royale on that planet, and it's or a team shooter or whatever. You know, just so something that integrates, something that takes one of these properties, and you can play whatever genre of game you want, and have it all be building towards this particular you know character in that property or whatever so are you are you talking like an mmo or like just you could, specific you could have games anything it, from from your star wars from your lucas game star wars hub you can launch the mmo and you can play that for a couple hours and then your buddies get on you get three buddies they all get on so now you're doing a four-man third-person shooter game you just go back to the hub and you launch the next game and whatever achievements you get in that you know shooter game that you can see that on, you know, it carries across all these other games. You you play your shooter game, you earn 10,000 credits, you go back to your MMO, you got your 10,000 credits from the other game in this one. Something that ties all this shit together because I I don't like playing Squadrons and then playing Battlefront 2 and then playing, you know, Knights of the Old Republic. Let it all be one thing and just, you know, integrate that shit together. And then you can have a subscription service where you want to play this many hours a month, you have to pay this much. Or, this yeah, or whichever games you buy, yeah. <laughs> if, you, if, if you want to watch two episodes of, you know, cut, yeah. if you want to watch two cut scenes, you get to pay, you get the free version. If you want all the cut scenes, it's fourteen ninety nine a month. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I think it's going to be, I'm just glad EA, I don't think uh, Disney's going to renew their EA contracts no. on the Star Wars front. I mean, there was a lot of microtransactions in the Battlefront games. And I mean, they were fun. They had good mechanics. But like, if you want to be the best, you could just buy the best. Right. And EA, I mean, everyone knows EA's pissed everyone off. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm kind of excited to see, see where they go with the Lucasfilm games. Yeah. And kind of branch out into another universe. Right on. Curtis, Pop. what are you doing? They're playing Jenga. Oh, I got to jump, He's fucking guys. cheating. He's putting no. blo- a blocks back where they're not supposed to be. See you, Brandon. Have a good night. Did you do that? See you, everybody. See you, Brandon. Hawk, you got Bye-bye. any stories you've been watching this week? So I was trying to follow that Chris Evans story, but I'm starting to think it's more... Uh, it's not it's not actually a story yeah (laughs) it's not a story it's a rumor and i hate that i hate the society we live in sometimes yeah that's what uh you've got yeah you have websites that do nothing but just make shit up and then people click through and so so i do believe that he's going to do a cameo somewhere right but have you seen looking (laughs) at that and he replied like this is news to me yeah he, he's come response. out and said he's come out and said like I, I don't know what the fuck you guys are talking about yeah he's it's probably the, it's probably something he's already filmed that no, that's not what this, that's use. not the rumor though that the rumor is he is in he's negotiations in he is he is close to signing a contract to come in and do <laughs> and to and to Robert Downey Jr this shit and to be you know the mentor have a small cameo it's, in it's like every Marvel film. 
it's I mean, on, it would make sense. Places. That's the sad part. What's that? It's on. It's on several places, including a couple of big ones. And but I'm it like, all no. started with one. That's the problem again with the internet. Is one one yeah. place makes up a fucking well, one place makes up a story. Just saying, hey, this will get us clicks. And if it happens to come true, we can say we had the scoop, and then everybody starts to run with it until somebody comes in and says, "What the fuck are you talking about?" Which is right. k- kind of what Chris Evans has done at this point. So. Well, what's, One what's, of the things I, that bugs me about entertainment journalism is that they use anonymous sources on shit that it's like no one's fucking life is in danger. And it's, and it's not even anonymous it's sources. It's just, yeah, it's just making shit up is what it is. Yeah. It's, like, it's their just, way to just, just say whatever lying. they want. Yeah. And, and if you, and if you get something of, right, you know, yeah. The touch of honesty that they used. I mean, they've said flat out, you know, he's not going to do it. He's not getting a movie. Right. But. I'm like, you know what? Kiss my ass. <laughs> just, just let it go. And what's funny is I was thinking he was the reason I liked the series. He played a great Captain America as well as Robert played a great uh, Tony Stark. Right. Yeah. You know? Yep. Those, I mean, those are your you two. That, you that, that's how you can. Those two characters played exactly what the, the roles they were given which is why you're able to do like a civil war because you've got the two yeah. linchpins of your universe yeah you, you nobody gives a fuck if civil war is uh the hulk and hawkeye <laughs> because right. fuck those guys <laughs> you know well, just, you know you gotta love the genius of the casting because the three mains which is both of the chris's and, and robert yep and you know, I, I remember when we first started this conversation way, way back, we had a, there was a, well, a huge amount of talk about being able to pull off Thor. Right. He's just not the easiest. Someone even said, you know what, Triple H is big enough, which he was. Right. Yeah. You know, I mean, I don't know if he's actually, I think Chris is actually a little bit shorter than Triple H even. But there's not a lot of people that are convincing Thor. Mind well, you, physically, I was gonna say physically, you can you can you can make anybody physically look like you want to. You just need you need to hire an actor first, because well, Chris Hemsworth Chris Hemsworth was not Chris Hemsworth was not he did not look like Thor when he was hired for that role. And they said, don't worry about oh. that shit. Just like Hugh Jackman, if you go back and look at the original X Men movies, Hugh Jackman did not look like huge jacked man like he was in the yeah. last few movies because you can I they, they, they've got. They've got the science and, and, you know, of that. Liam yeah. was up for the part first, right? And I would have thought, I, I, I'm not just not talking about just the acting, just on the physical appearance. Liam, if they could have got Liam to Chris's weight by the time of the movie, Liam would have probably been a better choice. I don't know. Nah, I don't know. About that. I don't know. Well, got, I Chris, that Chris has that likability, that that charm, that charisma. Liam yeah. doesn't have. Physically, yeah. I look like Thor now. <laughs> this From is Indian. true. <laughs> yep, exactly. <laughs> well, right on. Well, let us know what you think are the top stories each and every week. If we use your suggestion, we'll give you a shout out in that episode. Send us your suggestions on Facebook and Twitter. Just search for and follow us at PGTC Podcast. Links to all that and more at popgoestheculture.com. On that note, we're going to take a quick break. Coming up, we're going to play a game. We're going to play a game we call Face Off. We're going to do that and a whole lot more. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back right after this.
Hello friends, my name is Jason A. Meiske. I'm a thriller author and the host of the Sample Chapter Podcast. I'd like to invite you to join me each week as I introduce you to authors from all over the world. Together we have a nice little chat before the guest author reads a sample chapter from one of their books. There's been sci-fi, westerns, romance, horror, thrillers, and even the weird. There's names you don't know, and for sure, several that you do. And with over 100 episodes so far, you're sure to find a new favorite book. So come on over and join us every Tuesday on the Sample Chapter Podcast. All right, here are the results from this week's pop quiz. The question was, what are you most looking forward to in January of 2021 in entertainment and pop culture? We asked that. You voted. Here are the results. Coming in fourth place with 7% of the votes was other. And only one person actually put what it was they were voting for. So we'll get to that in just a second. We'll we'll tell you in just a minute. In third place, they they did not. (laughs) Some people did not like our picks but only one person actually had something they were looking forward to that they were willing to tell us about in third place with 14 percent of the votes was snowpiercer season two we were talking about that earlier nice. in second place with 29 percent of the votes and i th- only think it's low because it had already happened for a lot of people but 29 percent of the votes was cobra kai season three and yeah, we'd already, those of us who wanted to see it had already seen it by the time we actually talked about it last week. So understandably, but in first place with 50% of the votes was WandaVision. So half of the people voting are most looking forward to WandaVision this January. Uh, we well, did have tomorrow. They're not having anything to look forward to. <laughs> well, it's, they're only dropping. They, I think Brandon said they're doing two episodes this first week, but after that, they're only, it's, it's like the Mandalorian. So it's one a week. So they're going to string you along for the next couple months. Uh, we had a comment from, I'm going to read this. John two, three, one, two, two, five, zero, eight. Don't know what the fuck all that means on Twitter. He said what he voted other, and what he said was he is looking forward to Bruce Campbell, I guess, is doing a live commentary for Evil Dead. Uh, He's doing a virtual watch party on Saturday, January the 23rd. It's video on demand. He's basically, it's the movie, and then he's going to be doing like a commentary, spoken word track, you know, as well. Video on demand on the 23rd, Saturday the 23rd. It's $25 a ticket to join the watch party. Fifty dollar, a fifty dollar VIP ticket. You get to watch it, and you get a limited edition poster. That's <laughs> so for, not a terrible price. Fifty not, bucks to watch a movie everybody's seen. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I know. <laughs> are you watching it with? Him? Are you actually watching it with him? It's yeah, like, yeah, he, yeah. You're watching that's the movie on your TV, and he's just doing a commentary track. Most. I remember him usually twice that that cost, if not more. Yeah, because most of that shit's in person. About it. <laughs> yeah, just like, to watch uh, it on beginning it'd be, of the month. But yeah, I it's, about it. it's one thing because they had these already scheduled. They did a few of these as drive-ins, uh, where yeah. they set him up in the booth with a microphone and they played the movie at the drive-in. They had had these scheduled to go, 
in theaters um, before the COVID shut it down. And, you know, that's one thing if you're paying 25 bucks a ticket to go to that where he's actually there and there's a meet and greet and shit like that. But just yeah. to sit around and watch it on your TV, eh, I don't know. Well, well kind of to what Hawk was saying, though, I wonder what the cost would be for that. You know, to go live? $100, so a for, lot of for, folks for live, it's been like 25 yeah, go ahead. Well, a lot of folks that did do subscriptions for other celebrities that are not Bruce Campbell, it's a lot. It's more than that. I'll be honest with you. But those like, are like, but those are like meet and greet type things that you're getting. The, this is him just talking over the movie. Well, literally, Nicholas Brandon does that exact same thing twice a week. Then he charges. Okay, uh, I think it's like week. like forty a month. For a subscription, I'm serious. That's fucking stupid. <laughs> no offense to him, but <laughs> there, right. there's a lot. Of, there's a lot of weirdness going on in the world right now, and and, and it's it started before last year, but it's continued. Right, because we have friends in the convention business who are doing virtual conventions, and they're doing like celebrity meet and greets, like online through Zoom and shit. And it's not it, it's not forty dollars yeah. a month. I promise you that. Yeah, with actual celebrities. <laughs> well, thanks. Wizard World's been doing a bunch of them. They have, yep. A couple our, of them, I was like, no, I'm not, no, no. Our friends Just over, no. at, our friends over at GalaxyCon have fucking figured it out. They've got shit going like three, four, five days a week with you know big, yeah. big groups of celebs, big names, big bigger name celebs. So, um, and yeah, it's 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 affordable if that's the kind of thing you're into. Well, thanks to everyone who voted and those who commented. We'll have another pop quiz for you just a little bit later on the show, actually. It's coming up uh, after this next discussion, after this game that we are going to play. So let's go ahead and jump right into it. This game is called Face Off. It is inspired by the movie of the same name where John Travolta and Nick Cage swapped faces and lived each other's lives. What we are doing is we are taking an entertainer in this case, we're going to take an actor. And what we're going to do, we're going to have three people playing. We have Brad and Caleb and Curtis are playing in that order. And what they are going to do is they are going to give us another actor who they're going to swap roles with this actor. So our actor tonight that they are swapping with, all three of them are going to be swapping in an actor for the film, filmography, every role played by the actor Val Kilmer. So Brad's going to find an actor. He's going to say, this actor gets all of Val Kilmer's roles. Val Kilmer is in all of this actor's roles. And he is going to tell us why that's the best face-off, the best switch. Uh, and then Caleb will go second. And then Curtis will go third. This is going to work in three rounds. Here's how it's going to work. In the first round, each of you will get two minutes to make the case for your face-off switch, okay? In the second round, each of you will have heard the other people's case for their actor. In the second round, you have two minutes to tear down the other two people's cases or respond to what they've said about yours. And then in the final round, those of us who are not playing, which is Hawk, Kenny, and I, will each get to ask one question of each of our players. So it'll make sense once we get going. I swear to you, I promise you it will. Um, it's going to be a lot of fun. 
Again, you are swapping out an actor for Val Kilmer and all of the stuff that Val Kilmer has done, all of his roles. Any questions from our players before we get started? Can no? I buy a Val? You're not a player. You're, you're, you're a judge <laughs> with Kitty and I. Any questions from I'd our like judges besides volley buying vowels? Yeah. All right. So I, it's going to make sense, I promise you, once we get going. Brad, you are going to go first. You are going to give us an actor, and you're going to have two minutes. I've got the timer going. You're going to have two minutes to make your case for that actor being in the Val Kilmer roles and Val Kilmer being in that actor's role. So there's two sides to this thing. Are you ready, Brad? You are ready. Thanks, All right. I'm going to start the clock on your mark. Get set. Two minutes starting now. Okay. Instead of saying the name of the actor first, let me first lay out my criteria. Uh, like taking in Val Kilmer, um, I kind of went with like his bigger roles first, like Tombstone, Doc Holliday, um, even Jim Morrison in the Doors biopic. Like that's a great role for him. Um, uh, fucking Top Gun. Even Batman, because he played Batman. I'm trying to think of an actor who can pull off all of those roles, plus all of the supporting roles and like the low budget action movies he's done in the years since. And he needs to be someone who can play serious, can play kind of antagonistic, can play kind of crazy asshole, but also can be charming because Val Kilmer's done all of that and can also sing. And the only actor I could think of was Oscar Isaac which was kind of an odd choice in my head, but once it popped up, that's what I stuck with. And you look at the uh, what the roles that Oscar Isaac has done, like he's been crazy and ex machina. He, he can be kind of your action, like, you know, guy and kind of charming a little bit. He's got a sense of charisma to him, which was evident in like Poe Dameron and the Star Wars movies and shit like that. Um, so I think, and of course he sang in Inside Llewyn Davis. So I think he can pull off a lot of Val Kilmer's roles Obviously, we're doing a, a, switch, uh, a swap here, so it would also be Val Kilmer and a lot of Oscar Isaac roles. And you look at some of the roles that Oscar Isaac has done, um, he's done a lot of like supporting roles and kind of lower-budget action movies as well, like Drive um, and like uh, things like that. Even Sucker Punch is not really a low-budget one, but he had kind of a supporting role in that where he's a little bit unhinged. Val Kilmer absolutely could play shit like that. And then hamming it up as a villain in an X-Men movie, I'm sure Val Kilmer would love the shit out of that. Um, that's not even a performance that you have to excel at because it's kind of a shitty movie to begin with. <laughs> so it's one of those things where I just... Time! It made sense to Cut me it off. Automated. Okay. All right. Good job. So Oscar Isaac is Brad's pick. Now, Caleb, it's your turn next. You are not addressing the pick of Oscar Isaac. You are addressing your own, and this is once somebody is taken off the board, you do not, you cannot take that person as well. So you have to come up with a completely different actor than Oscar Isaac to swap for Val Kilmer. Are you ready, Caleb? I am ready. All right, your timer starts now. You're on the clock. So um, when I was presented with this game, I was kind of thinking along the lines of like looks actors that kind of look a little similar have kind of a similar ish jawline again can do big name movies can do shitty b movies um however val is really talented um but i think i have a solid pick and my pick is kurt russell okay so um we've had kurt russell you know he's done um 
he did Escape from New York, you know, back in the 80s. Uh, Val was also really popular back in the 80s. Uh, they, um, so let's see, what else did they do? Uh, didn't they do Tombstone together? They did? Yes. And um, <laughs> so, yeah, so kind of swapping in that movie. Um, so they've got kind of a similar jawline. I feel like they can both play gritty. They can both be like goofy. Uh, Kurt Russell did like the Christmas Chronicles. It was really cheesy, but it was kind of a good little Christmas movie. Um, I think um, Kurt Russell could do Iceman and Top Gun. Um, so that's my pick. I'm going with Kurt Russell. <laughs> do you yield your time back to the speaker? I yield my. The rest <laughs> For those of, my of us time. that have been watching way more C-SPAN than we've wanted in the last <laughs> right. I, I in the last week, right. I know what you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so yeah. Kurt Russell. All right, so that uh, takes two off the board for you, Curtis. Has anybody taken one that you were expecting to take yet? Nope. So no. you've got one ready. Your number Kurt one choice. Backup on mine. All okay. right. Yeah. All right. My number Kurt, two choice. Hold on. My number one. I don't know any of his movies. Okay. Well, here we go. Your time starts. Now, Robert Downey Jr. We're going to swap Val Kilmer and Robert Downey Jr. Um, I can see Val Kilmer playing a drugged out um, junkie in Less Than Zero, having to get saved over and over again by Andrew McCarthy. I can see Val, uh, Robert Downey Jr. playing uh, Doc Holliday to great effect, How, however he'll do it because he's very very method in that way i can see val kilmer playing uh tony stark it, it's an interesting choice but he was batman batman was a millionaire and uh he's kind of an asshole val kilmer in real life so he can be an asshole as tony stark robert downey jr as batman is an interesting choice i would love to see the two of them swap characters and kiss kiss bang bang where uh, robert downey jr is gay perry and uh it's just, uh, yeah, Val Kilmer is Harry. Um, they both have very different careers, but they both, I feel, have very similar instincts. And um, Robert Downey Jr. can also sing probably better than Val Kilmer, so I'd like to see if he could channel Jim Morrison a little bit. Um, I am, you know, the speaker. You can have that. That's all I have to say. You relinquish your time. All right. Fair enough. I relinquish my time. There you go. All right. So we have our three picks. Uh, we have Brad swapping out Val Kilmer and Oscar Isaac. We have Caleb swapping Kurt Russell and Val Kilmer. And we have uh, Curtis swapping Robert Downey Jr. and Val Kilmer. That was round one. Round two is where it starts to get fun because now you get to rip into – the choices that others have made. So Brad will continue to go first. We'll go in the same order. Brad, you will have two minutes to shit all over the face off <laughs> swaps of your two competitors in an effort to make the best case for your selection of Oscar Isaac. Are you ready, Brad? Uh, maybe. <laughs> all right. Think about it a second. <laughs> uh, I mean, I guess I get two minutes, you said? You get two minutes. Are you setting it on yours as well? All right. Ready? Say that again. Are you, are you setting the timer on yours? All right, good. I was right. trying to look up Kurt Russell movies. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> two minutes starting now. 
Okay, so Robert Downey Jr. Like, there's no fucking way Val Kilmer's playing Charlie Chaplin or Sherlock Holmes. Like, he can't pull those off. Um, and there's, I'm, I'm just going to start with that. I'll come back to Robert Downey Jr. But Kurt Russell. Oh my goodness. I mean, maybe, but like, I don't think. Okay, Kurt Russell also did like Disney movies back in the day. I can't see like when he was a kid. I can't really see Val Kilmer doing that so much. I can't see him playing snake Pliskin to the same degree like same effectiveness um let's see fuck um damn i'm just blanking on kurt russell movies and i've seen so many of them i fucking val kilmer as santa claus in a holiday film is something that i don't think i want to watch <laughs> that just baffles me like, as much as i kind of like val kilmer i can't see that happening um, I just don't. Yeah, no. Fuck. Give me some Kurt Russell movies. Somebody. <laughs> you're, no, you're on your own. <laughs> uh, <laughs> damn it. Um, and then back to Rob Downey Jr. Real quick. There's no fucking way Val Kilmer is going to be able to commit to a film franchise for over ten years like that, playing that character for that many years and that many roles. That's not going to work with Val Kilmer and as Tony Stark uh, in a franchise like that. And damn it, I had something good on Kurt Russell, and I just can't fucking remember it. Damn it. (laughs) Fuck. I'm done. I I can't think of what the fuck it was. Oh, Doolittle. Val Kilmer's not doing Doolittle either. Let me do that. Like, that was Robert Downey Jr. again. He's not doing Doolittle. But, uh,. Anyway, I'll relinquish my time. <laughs> All right, fair enough. I remember, <laughs> it, it, yeah, it helps if you can, uh, yeah, remember <laughs> remember what it is. Overboard. The movies. Fuck, yeah. that's what it's going. Too late. Your time's out now. Would you like ten seconds back? I, you did relinquish ten seconds. I'll give it back to you if you want it. Okay. Yes, I'll do ten, 10 more seconds. seconds. All right, go. Val Kilmer cannot do a comedy with Goldie Hawn like Overboard. Like that's not going to work with Val Kilmer and Goldie Hawn. That 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 movie would never work. All right, okay. time. <laughs> that, uh, that, yeah, stay, hold on, Kenny. <laughs> stay out of it. <laughs> not to, we'll get our chance. Don't worry. All right, Caleb. So you have heard. You've heard Brad. You've heard all three choices. You've heard Brad shit on what he could remember of your choices. <laughs> I was like, fuck, I can't remember. I've done so much. All right, Caleb, are you ready? I'm ready. All right, your time starts now. So when I think Oscar Isaac, all I do is think Star Wars, and I'm like. Oh, he's just a pretty boy. There is no way that that guy could pull off some of the roles that Val Kilmer has done, especially not Jim Morrison in The Doors, I don't think. He's too, like, clean cut, and I think Val can get in – he can get into some gritty roles. I think Val Kilmer was the best Bruce Wayne, okay? So Bruce, you know, he's gritty, and he's, like, leading this double life, and he's got this great voice. And I think – I don't think Robert Downey Jr. could pull that off. I think Robert Downey Jr. has a really great, you know, acting career and personality, but I don't see him in a really, really gritty role like a Batman. Um, So, yeah, I mean, so definitely not, definitely, definitely not there. And that's all I got. I relinquished the rest of you my time. You relinquished the other minute of your time. You only took one minute. The other of fucking time. minute of my time. <laughs> All right. You've, you've got it. 
All right, Curtis, you are going to be the last speaker of round two. You were the last one to make your pick, but you didn't have to worry about it because nobody took your pick. Um, you've heard everybody else shit on Robert Downey Jr. It is your chance to, in fact, turn around and shit back on them. Are you ready, Curtis? I'm ready. All right, your two minutes starts now. So Val Kilmer is the best Bruce Wayne, so why would you want to swap him? Just asking that. Just saying. Uh, you kind of dug yourself in a hole there, buddy. <laughs> um, let's see. Kurt Russell and Oscar Isaac. Oscar Isaac does not have quite the, uh, what do you call it, filmography that these other picks have. He's only been acting for a very short amount of time compared to them. He doesn't have a whole lot of, you know, diverse roles. He's kind of the similar in this with the exception of maybe what what he, what was that stupid x-men movie yeah whatever uh val kilmer is that no that ain't gonna happen val kilmer is not gonna be the bad guy in an x-men movie um the thing you cannot put val kilmer in the thing there's no way that movie works with val kilmer it's just it's impossible there's no fucking way uh, that movie works because of Kurt Russell. And uh, let's see. Can I go after Oscar Isaac again? Jesus. Oscar Isaac's kind of a I, – I like Oscar Isaac a lot. I like the movies he's in. I think you, the little bit that he's done, just leave him alone. He, he needs to be there. He needs to be Lewin Davis. He needs to be in Ex Machina. He needs to be in Annihilation. Um, none of those will work uh, if you swap them. So, yeah, I relinquished – the rest of my time. The remainder of your time. All right. So we have heard the three picks. We have heard the three uh, rebuttals or whatever. Now, Kenny, Hawk, and I have a chance to ask one question of each of you um, regarding your picks. Does any anybody want to go first? Does anybody have a question they would like to ask of our players? And so there's nine questions coming, three to Curtis, three to Brad, and three to Caleb, uh, one from each of us. Does anybody have one that they want to kick off with? If not, I'll get it started. Go ahead. Me? Okay. Uh, let's see. Brad, can you give me your impression of Val Kilmer as Gomez Adams. I mean, that's an animated role, so it's a voice performance. Uh huh. So, um, I, so I think, I, I, yeah, I didn't ask you to justify it. I asked you to give me your impression <laughs> of Val Kilmer <laughs> as Gomez Adams. Just, just give me whatever it is you want him to say. Oh, you want me to? Enter yes, it? I want you to do that, yes. please. Yeah, well, as, as Val Kilmer. That. So you I can't, can't you can't do Val that. Kilmer. Okay, that can't be done. Interesting. Now, are you asking me to impersonate yes. Val Kilmer playing? Yes, Gomez I Adams. I want I want to know what that sounds Gomez like. <laughs> I just Kilmer I just want, I just want to know what that sounds like. If I'm gonna if I'm gonna support <laughs> your pick, I gotta know what that sounds like. <laughs> it can sound like Val Kilmer <laughs> playing those lines. Okay, uh, Caleb. Caleb, what's up? Can I get your impression of Val Kilmer <laughs> as <laughs> Copper from Fox and the Hound? <laughs> All right, I got you. Okay, so scene, right? Okay. We got copper. We got um, the fucking I forgot the other one. All right, the so fucking box. He's like, <laughs> Go ahead. He's like, hey, how much? How much are they paying you to do this voiceover? 
not nearly enough. I'm a fucking Val Kilmer, and I'm notoriously hard to work with. All right. Some people buy this shit. Hell yeah, they'll buy all this shit. Scene. Scene. All right, fair enough. Uh, Curtis. Yes. Can I get your impression of Val Kilmer as Sherlock Holmes? <laughs> Ma'am, I believe the key you're looking for is underneath this key to my release is under this pillow. Um, could you please remove this pillow and grab my key? Thank you. That's awful. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Fair I'm enough. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, Kenny Hawk, if you have any questions about uh, to to any, you, you'll get one. You get up to one question, everybody. You don't have to ask any questions if you don't want to. But well, I'll ask Brad. Uh, Brad, do you think Oscar has the the screen presence of a Robert Downey Jr. or of a Kurt Russell. I mean, you honestly believe not acting aside, just, just the pure, like when he comes on the screen, do you think he has that same effect as one of the other two choices? I think so. I think he hasn't really had the roles yet to quite shine. Uh, like Kurt Russell and Val Kilmer has, but I do think he has that capability. Absolutely. I mean, I, I would say that, from day from the first time the other <laughs> you only get hold on you only get to ask questions okay. we'll get a we'll get a we'll get to converse after the questions are asked <laughs> okay uh caleb i'll kind of go in the same direction uh with right. that do you honestly believe that val kilmer has the you mean kurt russell or kurt russell well no val kilmer has okay. the um, the bravado that Kurt Russell brings to his, I mean, everything, whether it's a comedic role like Jack Burton or it's a kind of a more serious role like in Tombstone, anything like that. He always has this, like, Kurt Russell's a man. You know, you just, you, you just the guy. Do you feel that Val Kilmer has that same presence? I think Val Kilmer does not have the same presence because they haven't been swapped in our universe. But I think if they were swapped in an alternate universe, that Val Kilmer is more than talented enough to pull off a machismo, you know, kind of role. I, I, I think he's, I mean, he did a little bit of it in like Top Gun when he was Iceman. Um, so you got to see a little bit of, you know, hard ass. Um, I don't think he had enough, enough or as much hard ass roles as like Kurt Russell or funny roles, but, but I think Val Kilmer could easily pull it off. Okay. And, uh, Curtis, do you think, cause it, since it was brought up, do you think that, uh, do you agree with the statement that Val Kilmer couldn't do uh, a Tony Stark, uh, you know, uh, as many appearances and do all that? Do you think uh, he could or do you agree that he couldn't do it? I think if you waved enough money in front of him, he would have done it. That's probably something that they didn't do with Batman back in the day. I mean, I think had they been like, look, we want to do a few more of these. We're going to give you 
all of this, he probably would have signed on. And I think, yeah, and especially the fact that Tony Stark's a more fun character than Batman. He's not as brooding. So there's a little more lightheartedness going on. So I think it would be good. I think he would do it. Okay. Okay. Hawk, you have a question for each of them, yes or no? Yes, I do, and you go just go with me on how I'm how I'm attacking this because I <laughs> okay just I have a, just as long as it's a question <laughs> yeah it, it questions but follow me with this okay? one question so, for each hold on one question for each just it's it's for each just follow me just <laughs> okay. go with this all right you go uh, and I'll, I'll cut you off to, to, to everybody that's done this you guys I, I enjoyed your picture you, you argued well um, and I'm going to start with Curtis. Um, what would you say is Robert's worst movie? Robert's worst movie? Yes. Uh, that would probably be... Oh, shit. I didn't see him in that movie. <laughs> yeah, it was shit. His worst movie. I'm going through, I'm trying to rack my brain. Um, there was this movie he did. I cannot remember the name of it. But it took place around Christmas time, and I think there was a. Eh, I won't go with it. Fuck it. Doolittle. Doolittle was awful. <laughs> <laughs> but then my actual question. No, no, no. That you only get the one question. That was it. That's all you can do. Nope. That's the game. You only get one. I, okay. <laughs> they I'm got lips. Doolittle is his worst movie, and okay. I think Val Kilmer would have elevated it. Okay. There you go. That. Thank you. There you go. Because that. Yeah. Because you. Because you only get one. So yeah. That he. Good job, Curtis. Answering the unasked question. (laughs) So, Caleb, for you, what would you say Kurt's best movie was? Kurt Russell's best movie is Escape from New York. In my opinion. (laughs) Do you want to follow up with a question that isn't asked on the part two of that? No, I think think Val Kilmer could pull it off. Well, my question would be, would Val have made it better or the same level? Mm, I think it would have. Ugh, see, that's a tough Otherwise, question. There's no reason to switch. <laughs> right. Put an eye patch on Val Kilmer. Have him sing a couple stanzas about being trapped in New York, trying to get out. Been a fun, it would have been a fun little family drama. <laughs> fun movie for all ages. <laughs> yeah. And finally, do you have a question for Brad? Now, Brad, he's going to ask you a question, and he's not going to ask you five follow-ups. So you got to get a guess. You got to guess where he's going. (laughs) It's a yes or no question. Seen from where from where my other ones went, yours is a little little simpler. Do you think your choice could be the Hollywood juggernaut that Val has been in his career? Has Val Kilmer really been a Hollywood juggernaut? <laughs> he was. He has been in a long time. In his prime, maybe. But even some of his most memorable roles were like kind of supporting roles, like Doc Holliday and even fucking Top Gun. That's a supporting role. Oscar Isaac, absolutely, in his prime, could be a good supporting character. I, I absolutely believe that. <laughs> and I also think he'd be good in fucking main roles. Like, fuck, I think he'd be an awesome Batman and shit like that. But anyway, yeah, I, I do think so. 
All right. So we've had our picks. We've had our back and forth. We've had our questions asked for our judges, for Kenny and Hawk and I. Uh, where are you leaning right now? Which one are you, which one are you leaning towards? Uh, Kenny, we'll go with you first. Uh, probably Robert Downey Jr. is who okay. I'm leaning yeah. toward. Okay. How about you, Hawk? I cannot believe I'm about to say this because it means agreeing with Curtis. And I kind of <laughs> just... I, I, I intend on getting completely smashed tonight to justify it, but I'm, I didn't. I didn't think that I would agree with him on that. I, I didn't. I didn't agree with anybody on anything at first, and then I just started listening to Curtis and what he was saying and thinking about it. Okay, I uh, I think I agree with more with Caleb. I kind of like uh, the Kurt Russell pick, so it'll be interesting to see what uh, folks how they vote this one in the pop quiz this week. Before we move on, Kenny and Hawk, who would Kurt you have, who would you have put in there? Fuck yes, he can. Who would you have put in if it was if you had been playing the game? If you had been picking a face off with Val Kilmer, Kenny Hawk, who would you have picked? I couldn't. I have not been able to come up with anybody that could play Doc Holliday and the Saint. Okay. And I, and you notice that that range there. The only person I could think of, uh, um, unfortunately, he's just not that great of an actor, but he could do it. Is Ray Liotta? Okay. okay. How, how about you, Kenny? Um, honestly, I have been watching a few Nicolas Cage movies lately, and <laughs> I was I considering think- it. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I think you could swap them. He can play the crazy. He can play the, you know, debonair Bruce Wayne type. He can he can play all those as okay. good as Val Kilmer, who I don't think is that great anyways. But that's my choice. Did your last COVID test go too far up into your brain? <laughs> no, uh, I'm pretty. I, I, I almost said Jeremy said so, but no one knows who that is. So yeah, yeah you would have fucking lost. <laughs> I was hoping you were going to say it. <laughs> I think I would have picked. I think I would have gone with Vigo Mortensen. To be mm, honest, it's a good pick because we've it's seen. I mean, if, if you, if you, if he's bow killer, you can, you can, you can easily swap anything from Lord of the Rings and Willow. You can swap Mad Mardigan and Aragorn. That's just an easy. That's I swap. can't see. I can't see Fal Kilmer and Captain Fantastic as a fucking father and family man. Oh yeah, you can say, again. History of violence, can Eastern say, promises, the like road, GI Jane. <laughs> I mean, yeah, there's so many, there's so many good Vigo Mortensen roles that Val Kilmer could have pulled off, and I think you put Vigo in any of Val Kilmer's roles, he would have absolutely elevated. He would have been fantastic as Jim Morrison or Doc Holliday or Bruce Wayne or you know Batman, any of those. Um, I, that's where I would have gone but that's not it's not up to us we didn't play the game you fellers did so that is this week's pop quiz the question of the week is which actor is the best face-off swap with val kilmer and your choices for his the, whole career not for just his a few whole career you gotta correct. consider everything yep and so you're cho- the most consistent performer the choices are oscar isaac kurt russell Robert Downey Jr. or other, that's where folks get to chime in with their picks as well. So let us know. God, uh, Robert actually, you know what? Yeah. Fuck it. I'm going to take other off because I, I, that isn't that isn't that's not fair. Um, so we're going to go with fair, those yeah. are your those are your three picks. However, 
Leave a comment and let us know who you would have picked had you been playing the game this week. This week's pop quiz is live right now. You can vote on Facebook and Twitter by searching for and following us at PGTC Podcast. The pop quiz is pinned right to the top of those pages, so you cannot miss them. We will bring you the results of the pop quiz on next week's brand new episode of the Pop Goes the Culture Podcast. And we've got a different game that we'll play next week. And then, like I said, we're just kind of playing around, figuring out the stuff that we like to do here. Uh, and then we'll bring some things back uh, as we as we go on. If you've not been following us on social media, be sure to do that because we have been posting some fun stuff. Uh, the National Day, we've been posting some stuff. Today was National Dress Up Your Dog Day. So it's like, hey, today's National Dress Up Your Dog Day. And then our friend Tara, who t- does a ton of stuff for the website for us, decided to post all the p- some pictures of her dressing up her dog. So I'm glad <laughs> I didn't say anything derogatory about the day itself when I posted that. <laughs> Coming up this week in Entertainment and Pop Culture Friday, we talked about it already, WandaVision debuts on Disney+. Plus. Also, if you did not get out and see it in theaters, and I know you didn't, uh, Promising Young Woman is available video on demand this weekend as well. On Sunday, yeah, it looks, looks interesting. Sunday, I, Batwoman it's a season two. Yeah, role for Carrie Mulligan. So I yeah, it's a yeah. It, it looks like it could be interesting. It's getting a lot of awards buzz. Um, Batwoman season two premieres on Sunday. Our first cast watch party of 2021 is going to be this Sunday. It's going to just it's going to be a watch party, but it's more of a hangout. Uh, it's for Patreon supporters only. It starts at 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 Central. You can support us at Patreon.com/slash. PGTC podcast. Uh, and what we'll do is we'll get together on cast. The link will be posted on Patreon for those who support us. And uh, we'll we'll turn on the Batwoman and see if it's worth watching. And if it's not, we'll just sit around and bullshit while Batwoman's on. If it if it's really bad, we'll Mystery Science Theater the shit out of it and talk about how terrible it really is. Uh, but that's going to be our first one of the year. Just It's something different just to kind of see see how this Batwoman thing is going to go um, after that? the departure. That is Sunday night at 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 Central for anybody who can join us from the show uh, will be there and then like I said anybody on Patreon who supports us is more than welcome invited to hang out with us as well also this next week Monday through Friday and next week season premieres all American Riverdale Nancy Drew the legacies all premiere uh, on the CW over on Fox, 911 and 911 Lone Star premiere on Fox. For Life returns on ABC. New series premiere of Walker on the CW next Thursday night. <laughs> <laughs> For the old people that like Walker, this is not uh, this is not uh, uh, fucking what's his nuts Chuck Norris. This is uh, one of the supernatural boys pretending to be a badass. New comics. This character? No, it's a different character. Same actor playing Walker, the Texas Ranger. Is it really though? Well, it's as best as they can do with the CW. New comics at your local comic shop next Tuesday and Wednesday, including more of DC's Future State launch, more of Marvel's The King in Black, and tons of other books. Uh, on, on video games, on your uh, PC, your Stadia, your consoles, PlayStation, Xbox consoles, Hitman 3 launches next Wednesday as well. 
And then, of course, next Thursday, we'll be recording next week's episode of the Pop Goes the Culture podcast. You can join us live for the recording by supporting Pop Goes the Culture on our Patreon page. Again, you can watch, you can listen to, you can interact with us live as we're recording. Um, you get to come to the cast watch parties, all kinds of stuff. Uh, just go to patreon.com slash PGTC podcast for details. That way you can see when Curtis raises his hand to talk. <laughs> you can see that happening live <laughs> that you can't hear on the podcast. And then next Friday, look for next week's episode of the Pop Goes the Culture podcast in the podcast player of your choice. If you've enjoyed this episode or any episode of the Pop Goes the Culture podcast, please take a moment and leave a review in your preferred podcast player. It doesn't cost a thing to help us out, and that really is one of the best ways to show your support for the show. Be sure to check out our online store at popgoestheculture.com. Pick up your Pop Goes the Culture gear. Um, Again, it's it's we've got some stuff out. We're going to be adding to that uh, all year long, as long as we keep this thing running. We're going to have periodic updates, so be sure to check that out as well. Um, that's really about all I've got for this week's show. Anybody got anything before we get out of here tonight? Uh, no? The yeah. Jackson fan is returning to dinner and a movie, so while you're doing your thing on cast, we're going to be doing our thing on Zoom, but I'm going to be checking in because I've got more than one system. So you'll find Hawk from Fanax and Fan on both Zoom watching The Last Witch Hunter with Vin Diesel. I'm sorry. Well as <laughs> I don't know which of those is better. Batwoman Season 2 or The Last Witch Hunter. Mm, boy. You know what's funny? How bad did we want that movie to be good when it first came out? Because the concept... The concept was not terrible right past the concept <laughs> yeah we should do a show about just about great concepts gone wrong <laughs> that, that'll be a future episode out here i'm pretty sure because we all got a few of those in our back pocket i'm sure oh <laughs> right on well i thank everybody for being on here tonight i know brandon had to get out early but thanks to caleb to kenny to hawk to brad to curtis we appreciate you guys being here thanks to everybody listening to the podcast wherever and whenever you're checking us out thanks to our patreon supporters as well again patreon.com slash pgtc podcast links to everything we do at pop again my name is joey mills with the pop goes the culture podcast network have a great weekend we'll catch you back here next week for another new episode of the Pop Goes the Culture podcast. Be safe, be healthy, be happy. We'll talk to you later. See ya. This show has been brought to you by the Pop Goes the Culture podcast network. Find links to all of our podcasts and more at popgoestheculture.com.